Hi again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 499, 499. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Please specify whether you want a CD or an audio tape. Uh, they're both free, and uh, that's including the postage and handling. Uh, we, I have some uh, real good letters uh, today. I've got a great message, and uh, I uh, will do some expounding on it. And we'll be read, doing some Bible reading, unless the Lord changes the course, and we've got some great music. All right, now let's go to the throne of the Lord and ask him to anoint myself and everyone on the program and to anoint and to open up the hearts and the spirits of everyone and the consciences of everyone out in Radio Land. Father, those that are sinners, let them be convicted of their sins through this message today so that they will kneel down before you and accept you as the Messiah, the your, their personal Savior. Uh, contrary to uh, Reverend Haggy, uh, the Lord did come to be our Messiah, our Savior. Uh, such heresy, Lord, do something to bring this man and others to their senses and to put on the mind of Christ. Lord, um, bless everything that's done on this program. Bless, uh, let you be the one, Lord, that does everything in this program. Let everything that's said, everything that's done, be from you. The things that I say, Jesus said, are not my words, but they're the Father's. And that's where I would like it to be, Father. I pray that you'll do it, because I know you will, that souls will be saved. And the church strengthened. I ask it in Jesus' mighty name, and everyone says, Amen. Amen. Now, here is an acquaintance of mine. His uh, wife and two daughters used to go to our church. It's Mr. Pat Boone. And I've recorded at his studio on uh, many occasions. And uh, this uh, with Joe Leahy, the, to my mind, the one of the be best, if not the best arranger that ever lived. And this song is, I, It Came Upon a Midnight Clear. It came upon
Uh, Pat Boone's got the smoothest voice. Uh, it's terrific. Uh, we uh, are going to play something for you right now also. It's a rare thing that I play two songs in a row. But we're going to play uh, for you uh, the Beach Boys singing White Christmas. That's just the most beautiful arrangement that they have. I thought I'd like to share it with you. Fantastic arrangement, and what beautiful voices these guys have. Uh, I'm glad to have met them, and I've actually even um, uh, was on a, I uh, did uh, gigs with them before. Uh, the night that we did a gig in Omaha, Nebraska, I was the headliner, and I had the number one record in town, uh, even over the Beatles, and uh these guys, you know, I saw the movie about the Beach Boys because I know them. And Glenn Campbell was singing the lead the night we were out there rather than uh, uh, the lead singer. And uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 
I saw that movie and it was uh, it was like crazy to me. I felt like I got so irritated in it because I wanted to throw a popcorn ball at the dad for saying that they were just a passing fancy. Look at how many years they've been going now. You guys are doing great. Keep singing Christmas songs and gospel songs. I'll play them all the time. You are the greatest. Okay, praise the Lord. Now we have some letters. Uh, where's the uh, first one from? From Edo State, Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Dear beloved, greetings. I am grateful for the things that have been done in my life, and I thank God for what God has been doing through your ministry. I have been in the hand of the wicked for a very long time. I have been taken to many doctors for healing, but nothing could be done for me. However, since I have accepted Christ as my personal Savior through your literature, I have put all my trust in our God, and now the Lord has totally healed me. After a series of fasting and praying, I am now swimming in the ocean of good health. Please, I am writing you this letter to make a request for a Bible and Messiah book to help in my Christian life. God bless you and the people working in your ministry. Yours, loving, Brother Tiamin from Edo State, Nigeria. Praise the Lord. That's wonderful. What I was saying about that Beach uh, Boy movie is I agree with them. They said in the movie that, Dad, you don't know what you're doing. And it's or saying what he's saying. He, you don't know anything. And they, they you guys were right. He, uh, <laughs> he sure didn't know what he's talking about. This is how many years now. Last time I play, uh, played with you was about 44 or 45 years ago. And you're still going strong. Praise the Lord. All right, now where's the next letter from? From Manhattan, New York. Okay. It says, A pastor from the Benin Republic has attended our services two times in Manhattan. He said he could not find true Christians in this country until he read a piece of your literature. He is appalled at what he thought was Christian America. With all the so-called Christians sending so-called aid to Africa, he thought it would be different here. He said that homosexuals in Africa would have a tire put around their necks and set on fire by the heathen. He has been telling people about our church, and many want to come. He said he will be trying to bring two people tonight. He's asking for prayer that God would make a way for his family in Africa to be here with him, also that God would provide a job for him that would not interfere with his coming to our church. Well, praise the Lord. There's no unemployment in the uh, gospel field. If a person wanted to really serve the Lord with all their heart, with all their soul, all their spirit, all their mind, and keep their conscience clean and keep the rules here, you're welcome here as the flowers in May. And uh, you wouldn't have another worry so far as expenses are concerned for the rest of your life because all food and clothing and shelter, everything is uh, paid for here. Okay, some, uh, you know that every one of us originate from the very same source. And our source is the Lord. We have the same life uh, because we have the same temporal life. And that's what we're doing here on earth is serving out our temporal life. Um, And we all have the same course. Uh, There's only two ways you can go. You can either go up or down, heaven or hell. We have the same indwelling spirit. If you're born again of the spirit, you have the same indwelling spirit, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
the same God um, who is our Lord and our Father, for which cause he is not ashamed to call uh, us brothers, those of us and uh, brethren, those of us that are born again of the Spirit, that are saved. The word, quote, he, he is the word, unquote, refers to our Lord Jesus and them, quote, unquote, uh, refers to us. He is not ashamed to call them, we, brothers, because he is of the Father and we also are of the Father. We are God's many sons which will ultimately result in God bringing us into glory. Uh, redemption did not change God's purpose. On the contrary, it fulfilled the purpose that was not accomplished in creation. God's original purpose was that men should rule, especially over the earth. But man regrettably failed. Yet all things did not come to an end because of our man's failure, because of the first man's fall. What God did not obtain from the first man, what God did not accomplish from the first man, Adam, he will obtain from the second man, the last Adam, which is Christ, who is Christ. Because we're all, those of us that are saved are all in Christ. He will obtain it through Christ being, living, and working, and accomplishing everything in us. There was the eventful birth in Bethlehem of Judea because God obtained and a man, an ordained man, to rule and restore the earth. And because God determined that the creature, man, should destroy the creature, Satan, in Christ, of course, this is why the Lord Jesus came to become a man. He did it purposely, and he became a true man, the same blood and bone as we have. This is contrary to the <clears throat> Reverend Hagee again. Uh, he's just written a book uh, that states that Jesus didn't come to be the Messiah. I mean, that's, I haven't read the book, and I just can't understand why any person calling himself a preacher would write anything so or say anything that's ridiculous the lord is the messiah i've written a book called the messiah and you can have a copy of it. it's in all languages uh, all many languages let's put it that way and um, it's in italian english italian spanish german french and many languages so um greek so uh if you read it, there's 300, between 330 and 350 prophecies of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, of the Messiah. And he came, and he was the Messiah, and he still is.
He's the Savior of all mankind. And he does have that he had the same blood in him as we have. And in, any, in every way, he became like us, the Bible tells us. All right, now we're going to be reading from the fifth chapter of Ephesians. But again, uh, I want to state the scripture, 1 John 5, 3. For this is the love of God. A lot of people say, what is love? Well, it isn't sex. I mean, that, the Bible says that love is the keeping of his commandments. Well, he does say to have sex, man and woman. He says, be fruitful and multiply. And you can't be fruitful and multiply if you have the same sex marriages. I mean, you've been hearing this all the time. And to show you that you're living in the time of the Antichrist, the Antichrist international government will give you a tax write-up if you're a homosexual and you're married to another homosexual. You get a big break on your taxes if you become a pervert, uh, like they are. Is um, These homosexuals, when the two angels came into Sodom one night, Lot, who was a just man, the Bible says, invited them to come into the, uh, the, his house and to, he wanted to wash their feet and to feed them and clothe them and give them a place to rest overnight. And uh, they did go there and the place immediately, uh, it was before bedtime that these uh, whole crowd of homosexuals, uh, what most people call faggots, came up the most disgusting creatures on the face of this earth because they've chosen to be homosexual. Nobody is born homosexual. If you uh, were a baby and you felt that you were homosexual, it's because a homosexual demon, a demon of homosexuality, entered into you. But this can will leave you once you invite the Lord Jesus Christ in you. But anyway, they were trying to find that they wanted to uh, go in there and have sex with these two angels with their disgusting uh, way of life. And this government is making it to where you cannot say things about homosexuals. Well, let me tell you something. You weasels, I'm going to preach the Bible, all right? And the Bible states that God... Uh, poured out fire and brimstone on Sodom and four other cities that were likened unto uh, Sodom. And God said that none of these effeminate will enter the kingdom of heaven. And that in the first chapter of Romans it says that they're worthy of death. So anyway, uh, God put a mist over their eyes so that they couldn't find the door to get them. And... Um, the Lord, uh, the Bible is filled full of contempt for these uh, vile, evil, wicked creatures that would even try to have sex with angels. Uh, no wonder God is going to send them into a boiling hell and a boiling lake of fire. Those creatures will not act as though they're gay when they enter therein. They will be screaming their heads off, chewing on their tongues and grinding their teeth for pain. And there's some people that say, well, they're going to die. 
their spirits will live on forever and be tortured and tormented forever in hell and the lake of fire. So remember, you know, that many preachers have told you these things. And so as we go into the fifth chapter of Ephesians, again, I want to say uh, that, uh, or, or recite First John 5, 3, that for this is the love of God that we keep his commandments. In other words, love is the, is the, the explanation of love is the keeping of God's commandments. <clears throat> and uh, his commandments are not hard to do. Yeah, they're not grievous because it's such a wonderful feeling to know that your conscience is clear and a wonderful feeling to know that you are saved. And if you died one minute to the next, uh, the Bible clearly tells us that we have no promise of another day, but it is one thing that is promised, another thing that is promised, that we're going to die. Everyone has to die and everyone has to face God. And so your time, my time, could be tonight, this afternoon, in the morning. And uh, if you're not born of the uh, again, you're not born of the Spirit, if you haven't received the Lord, and received, receiving the Lord is re- to receive the Word, because the Word is God. The Word of God, the Bible, is God. Because His Word is God. His Word is Christ. So, keeping the commandments is love. Okay, so uh, let's start reading from the fifth chapter of Ephesians. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also... That's a commandment. Walk in love means walk in keeping the commandments of the Lord. And if you're not walking in the commandments of the Lord, then you don't have the love of God. In other words, you don't have God. Then what? Walk in love as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. So inasmuch as the Lord has sacrificed himself for us, he says that it's our just duty, it's our reasonable duty to sacrifice ourselves for his cause, and that is to continue keeping his commandments, to be saved, take up the cross, deny yourself, and keep his commandments in other words to have the love of god in you to keep his commandments then what but fornication and all uncleanness well those are not love of god those are the exact the very exact opposite of the love of god fornication and all uncleanness uh, uncleanness meaning you know adultery fornication lying stealing uh, covetousness, murder, like first-degree murder, where they murder your own child, you abort a child, a life. Who do you think you are that you can commit murder just because it's uh, live in your body? The Lord put a mechanism in a woman's body to where a life is reproduced in her, and she doesn't have the right to murder uh, the Antichrist has made a law saying she does have the right to do it because a bunch of hags uh, want to continue fornicating out of, outside of wedlock and uh, they want to go into nightclubs, bars, or at their office and have sex uh, without the virtue of being married and they feel that they have the right to go 
and these school children that the government allows to have sex, preteen and teenagers. And then they say you have the right without telling your parents to go and have uh, murder this child. Well, they're going to get theirs. God's going to uh, completely uh, burn this earth up just as he flooded the world at one time. So let's continue on here, and you'll see, one of these days you'll see that what I was telling you was the truth. Then what? Because it's Bible. I'm reading right out of the Bible. Then what? But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as becometh saints. Yeah, covetous means... uh, You want something that doesn't belong to you, like somebody else's wife, somebody else's house, somebody else's car. Uh, You say, they have it, why can't I? Well, they earned it, or it's theirs, that's why you can't have it. And uh, stealing it or coveting it in your own heart, desiring something that uh, doesn't belong to you, then what? Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. For yeah, this that, when people don't give thanks, you know, there's people that, um, like for instance, Sharon here that's reading now, she uh, had a, a terrible headache, and um, they uh, it wouldn't go, and I asked the Lord, how come when I pray for everybody's headache or anything, like it goes away immediately, and why not her? He answered me directly back because she is unthankful. So I started enumerating all the different things that she should be thankful for. And she started thanking the Lord for all the things that I told her. And the headache went away. This is around 15 years ago, isn't it? Yes. And it's the headache has never come back again. Mm-hmm. So thankfulness is a very important thing, a commandment for you to have. That is, if you want to he- be healed. And if you want to have a prosperous life, God could send in money to you and you can start getting uh, hardened, your heart could be hardened, saying, yeah, I got this money on my own. No, you didn't. God is uh, gave an opportunity for you to have a job or for finances to come into you. And if you're not thankful for it, he can rip it away from you instantly and cause your uh, the boards of your house to be torn down and to make it a dung heap for you. And then you'll be crying out for uh, a can of uh, spinach or something. Keeping the Lord's commandments, you know, you see this cartoon Popeye used to watch when I was a kid. The Holy Spirit is the Christian's spinach. Amen? Amen. It gives you the strength to be able to uh, keep these commandments. And a lot of people think that these commandments, uh, such as love, is the keeping of God's commandments. It isn't like hugging people or kissing them or anything like that. That isn't what it's all about, Alfie. It's keeping the commandments of the Lord that is the uh, is um, love. Okay, then what? For this ye know, that no whoremonger nor uh, unclean... No, you go to a whorehouse, is that it? Or you pick up streetwalkers? No whoremonger that, uh, you know, calls up one of these services uh, in the phone book and have them come up to your hotel room. You're a whoremonger, and no whoremonger will do what? Nor unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, 
hath any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Right, because that isn't the love, that isn't keeping the commandments of the love of the Lord. That isn't um, you're not, you're not walking in love. That is to keep the commandments of the Lord. Then what? Let no man deceive you with vain words. For because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. So right there it tells you that God has wrath. And the wrath of God is going to be coming down in bucketfuls. It's not going to get any better, folks. I mean, you see the beginning of the uh, all the signs that the Lord stated that would be happening just before the end of the world, and it's happening right before your eyes. Uh, go ahead some more. Be not ye therefore partakers with them, for ye were sometimes darkness. Yeah, don't you you don't be back in the dark again. Be walking in the light in the love of God, which is to keep his commandments. A person that hates their brother without a cause is uh, already they're they're not saved. They're lost. Or a sister, if a sister hates a sister. You're still walking in darkness. You're not keeping the commandments of the Lord. Therefore, you're not uh, walking in the love of God. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not hard to do. They're not grievous. Then what? But now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Now you are what in the Lord? Light. Yes, but if there's no there's no light in you if you hate, if you're not keeping the commandments. Now you're the light of the world, and you have to let your light shine. You have to let the Lord in you is the light. And if you are keeping his commandments, then you are walking in love, and you will shine in this world because the love of many has waxed cold in these last days. Hardly anybody loves the... We're living in perilous times where people uh, are lovers of their own self. There's self-love, and there's no blessing on that. That's the exact opposite of the love of God. That's the exact opposite of keeping his commandments. Then what? For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Right, goodness, because you know, keeping the Lord's commandments. In other words, love is good. And then what does it say? Uh, what? Righteousness. Righteousness. It's right to keep the commandments of the Lord because it's love. But if you don't keep the commandments, you're lost. Don't think you're saved. You're lost if you are breaking any of these commandments. And then what? And truth. Truth, okay, read that line again before that. For the, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Yeah, but people don't think about that. They glaze over that. And truth. In other words, truth is the Word of God. And Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And therefore, uh, if you have the truth, you have Christ. If you have Christ, the fullness of the Godhead bodily living in your, your body, then you have the truth. And when you know the truth, in other words, the truth is Christ, the truth, Christ will set you free.
Amen? Amen. Okay, but if you say, well, I'm going to keep these commandments, but I won't commit adultery or fornication or anything, but I'm going to hate my brother, I'm, going to, I'm not going to help other people or anything, I'm uh, just not going to keep these here. I don't care anything about righteousness. I'm saved and I'm sealed in. No, you're wrong. You have to, if you break one commandment, you've broken them all. These are commandments, all right? For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments. And you have to be a, a, a lover. A lover meaning keeping God's commandments. Okay, in other words, you can't be married to a homosexual. A man can't be married to a homosexual. A woman cannot be married to a lesbian. She can't have sex with the lesbian, um, you can't have all these weird type sex acts because they're like uh, the beasts. And the Lord's not going to let a human into the kingdom of heaven that is doing things like beasts do. Okay? They go around sniffing at every animal and, you know, they just, there's no, they do it out in public. Okay, then what else? Like dogs. Proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. Yeah, yeah, because uh, love, if uh, uh, the love of God is that you keep his commandments. And so, therefore, you have to read the word of God to find out what is acceptable before the Lord. Then what? And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. You're not even to fellowship or say Godspeed to anyone that does not keep the commandments of the Lord. Because they're not lovers, they're haters. They're going to turn around and do something bad to you sooner or later if you get too close to them. This is why the Lord says to not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. You're not to marry any uh, homosexual or lesbian. That's not marriage. Marriage is between a man and a wife. And uh, some people are railing on me because I say that from the Bible, I preach the Bible, never does it say that a person that has two wives or more, not, they say they try to turn it around that I do just because I preach that. And everybody, all the Christians are so afraid to preach what the Bible says. But I'm not ashamed of the Word of God. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ because it's the power of God unto salvation. I'm not saying that people should uh, do that. That would only be a call from the Lord uh, to do that. But uh, there's uh, so many people that have done that. And it never says in the Bible, no polygamist or no bigamist shall enter the kingdom of heaven. The only one that says that are, is the international Roman Catholic government. The reason they say it because they're all homosexuals. The popes are, and those priests, those cardinals, most of them are homosexuals, or some of them will delve occasionally. If it's uh, some young uh, girl or young boy, they'll have sex with them right there in the uh, Vatican. The popes are, uh, most of them have all been homosexuals and perverts. They're all perverts for sure. They're all homosexuals. Every one of them, and most of the priests are. And the problem is, is they pick on little kids and nothing is done about it because they say, the civil authority has no power over us. I'm God. If you ever want to know what a cult leader is, uh, it's the Pope. He says he's God. 
if you believe that, well, then, you know, uh, let me uh, sell you the Brooklyn Bridge tonight or some swamp land over in uh, Florida at a, a reduced rate. Okay, that's the kind of Jew I am. Uh, all right, so um, there's nothing in the Bible that condemns that. Now, you say, well, then you're, uh, uh, you know, I'm not. I also preach that it's all right to be a eunuch. And most of the time, it's very important for you to just be married to one woman. I don't know how some people could take more than one. Okay, at times, uh, can't do with them or you can't do without them. Amen. Okay, then what? And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. Right. Uh, you're not to. And any preacher that says that uh, uh, what I'm saying is false, they don't even know the Bible. They don't know the Lord. And they're anti-Christ because they're anti-the scriptures. Because the scripture plainly states that the most uh, honored men in the Bible were all polygamists, all right? And I'm not saying that that's the thing that everybody should do. And you'd really have to watch doing that if you were here in the United States because, or anywhere really anymore because it's a unified international government which is uh, all from the Pope, the Roman Catholic cult, the head of the Antichrist movement on earth today, and they will uh, shoot you down. They'll throw you in prison for a hundred years. Now, they'll let the homosexual go free, which is totally against the Bible, and they'll let murderers go free, which is the uh, these abortionists. But don't you dare get married. As a matter of fact, if you'll marry a homosexual, we'll give you a big tax break. They're the exact opposite of the Word of God. The very exact uh, opposite. And then you've got some people saying that they're holier than God. God should have never allowed uh, them to do that. But he did, and he's God. And so you people just go home and go to bed and wait for judgment. All right? Because you're against the word of God. Then what else? For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. Right. These homosexuals, they, they just lately have come out. The uh, Most Catholics don't say they're Catholics. These Protestant preachers that are on television, like uh, Haggie, he's, uh, read this, uh, okay, go ahead. I was going to read the statement that he made. He wrote a new book, and in there he says that Jesus never came to be the Messiah. Well... You didn't come here either to be a Christian preacher, which you are as an Antichrist preacher. And it's just sad that you, so, so many people listen to your heresy. Okay, then what else? But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Right, so what I'm doing is manifesting the whole word of God because most supposed to be Christians are ashamed of the gospel. They don't want to say that because the homosexuals have just like, they're like forcing you to uh, deny the word of God or to call me some kind of a heretic for preaching the word of God. People that have written most of the Bible were all polygamous. Even Moses had three wives. Uh, it's so, uh, almost every one of them had uh, many wives, including Solomon and David. 
He never got in trouble for having a lot of wives. He got in trouble for committing adultery with another man's wife. All right? And in the New Testament it says, If you desire the office of a bishop, have only one wife. Well, what about the people that don't want to have, have the office of a bishop? doesn't say anything about that. Jesus doesn't condemn that. He condemns divorce. Amen? Amen. Then they say, well, in the beginning, God only had one, gave one man, and it was one woman. Yeah, and uh, and in the beginning, they were both naked, too. Does that still go today? Hmm? You know, you people, read the Bible. And Gideon, how many sons did he have? Seventy. Seventy. Did those all come from one woman? If they were, how would you like to have been his wife? Hmm? Have seventy sons. That's not including daughters. Okay? All right, then what? Wherefore so don't come against the light of the word of God. Because these people would rather have women go out on the street and be prostitutes. Yeah, they'd rather have you be a homosexual. Prostitution is uh, against the word of God. It's against the love of God. And homosexuality and lesbians is against the love of God. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments. And he hates the, the deed of homosexuality, lesbianism. And he hates murderers, the people that do abortion. And he hates this new international one-world government headed by the uh, Roman Catholic cult. So, now then, let's go on to the next verse. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. Yeah, you people that are dead, in other words, you blot out some um, scripture because some uh, antichrist preacher is telling you that these things are wrong. And I tell you, I will go down preaching the word of God, uh, even if it kills me, even if I'm killed. I'm not ashamed of God's word and what he allows. Now, there's enough commandments uh, to keep without uh, you having, uh, without keeping uh, these commandments that people make up. All right? I don't believe in man's commandments. They say you can't do this or you can't do that. You can do whatever anybody in the Bible did that was of the Lord. Was uh, Gideon of the Lord? Yes. Was Moses of the Lord? Yes. All right, they all had many wives, kiddos. All right? And it's not a sin. Uh, I'm 73 years old. I don't want any wives, multiple wives. Okay, I'm too busy keeping the commandments and the gospel. Unless you think I'm Superman. Is that who you think I am? Are you liars out there? Am I Superman? Hmm? Answer me. All those of you that think I'm Superman, write, send me cards and letters now and tell me. Okay, I get a lot of cards and letters, but nobody's ever written into me saying that I'm Superman. Okay? Or... I certainly do not say I'm God, so I'm not a cult. And I preach the whole word of God, not just little bits of because I'm afraid of the Antichrist. I'm afraid of the, the stinky, rotten 
Pope. It seems like every time I've ever walked into a Catholic, uh, Roman Catholic church, it smelled like sulfur. Like there's somebody <laughs> has been, you know, just like some horrible gassy smell. If you know what I mean. Okay, then what? See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Yeah, a fool says that there's uh, no God. And they say that the word is not true. These are fools. Okay, because one of these days, can't you see all the destruction that God is sending down upon the face of this earth? Can't you see all these things? There's people that say, I just watch in a, a TV program tonight, and there's a panel of guys, and they were saying, supposed to be Christians, and they were saying, you know, I got uh, this... Um, uh, cancer, a big old egg on my shoulder, and uh, people tried to tell me that's from the Lord. Well, he must have been doing something wrong. These uh, promise keepers I hear when they go into a hotel that there's more pornography sold than any other time, and that's how the hotel owners and more booze is sold too. And this is how the hotel owners know that those people are not true Christians okay so then go ahead keep going now here with this I'd like to clear this up before the end of the program we're getting close to it see then that you walk circumspectly not as fools but as wise redeeming the time yeah wise means fearing God the fear of the Lord is wisdom the be uh, the, the, the the beginning of fear is wisdom Fear is the beginning of wisdom. The whole duty of man, the book of Ecclesiastes says, is to fear God and keep his commandments. That's why we're honing on, if you don't keep his commandments, if you even break one, you're not going to heaven. You're going to hell. Now, this is not the most popular message because the people in the days of Noah, every one of them, the whole crowd, the masses on the face of this earth were wrong and they all drowned and they were screaming. God sealed the door on the ark and they couldn't get in. And they were trying to get in. They said, we repent, we repent. No, once God seals the door, we're coming to the time in history where the Bible says that there'll be no more repentance on the face of this earth. The door uh, into the kingdom of heaven, and Christ is the door, will be closed and those that, um, only those that are saved at that time will be able to get into the kingdom of heaven. No more. Then God pours out the, the, he pours out the first seven plagues, and then he's going to pour out the last seven plagues. And people will be so uh, horrified that never accepted the Lord. That uh, it's just, uh, there's no words to explain it. Okay, now Sharon... Go ahead. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Right. Redeem the time because the time is at hand. And what you're going to do for the Lord has to be done now. Because you're not going to, after the Lord ends salvation, and nobody else is going to be saved, he's not going to say, you're not going to be able to say to him, well, Lord, uh, come on, give us another chance. Let's go back. No, it's over. 
You know, so many people are lying today that uh, you just think that God may be lying, but it's impossible for God to lie. And so, and it's impossible for him to die. And it's impossible for his word to be changed. Okay, and what he says, he means. And when he talks about hell and homosexuals and lesbians and all these things, uh, the government giving out benefits if you turn faggot. That's because there's so many people that are faggots in the government. And then one of them admitted that he was a queer. And then all of a sudden he starts saying, no, I retract that statement. He's playing pitsy pats uh, with somebody under the toilet uh, petition. And somebody uh, handed him a card saying, what about this? Uh, stating that he was uh, an officer of the law. The man was put out to, but, uh, you know, all the homosexuals in government just slapped him on the wrist and let him go. A senator, no less. Okay, then what else? Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Yes, because we have to keep his commandments. If you don't know his will, then you won't have any love in you, and you won't have any mercy in you, and you won't be uh, dealing to the people in this world in mercy. And if you give no mercy, and little mercy, you're going to reap no mercy. Okay, and you'll be crying like a dog growling in hell and the only word that uh, this woman saw where the vision of hell where people could say in hell is mercy mercy they were growling it like a dog and they were throwing themselves against the side of the walls in hell mercy they, they couldn't even breathe and it's bad there folks then what and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Wives, submit yeah, but see, you'd see the fear of God. Submit yourselves one to another in the fear of God. If you don't do that, then you're breaking the Lord's commandments. These are commandments, and you have no love in you, and so you're not going to reap any love back from the Lord, because all you got to do is break one. Then what? Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands. That's as a unto commandment. Then what? To your own husband, not some other guy. Then what else? As unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. Now, and all you uh, women livers out there, how do you like that one, huh? You got love in you? No, you don't. Then what? Even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church. In other words, keep the commandments before your wife, because love is the keeping of God's commandments. In other words, he tells you to have babies, and so do it. All right, now my time is up. My time is up. And so right now, uh, if you really want to get right with the Lord, 
the first step is to say this prayer and your soul will be saved say to the lord my lord and my god have mercy upon my soul a sinner i believe that jesus christ is the son of the living god and i believe that you father raised him from the dead by the power of the holy spirit i open the door of my heart and i invite you into my heart lord jesus wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me you will not turn me away lord jesus you will save my soul i know because your word says so your word says you'll turn no one away and that includes me therefore i know that you have heard me and i know that you have answered me and i know that i'm saved and i thank you lord jesus for saving my soul now just praise and thank the lord and keep praising him and read the word and follow the commandments and share and tell them how to receive a copy of this program be sure to mention program number 499 is free uh, including postage and handling go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries P.O. Box 6467 Texarkana, Texas 75505 or call area code 479-782-7370 that's 479-782-7370 or fax to area code 479-782-7406 Praise the Lord. This is World Pastor Tony Alamo. Uh, Make sure you tune in tomorrow for another Powerhouse message. Instructions, Stepping Stones to the Kingdom of Heaven. And here is Andy Williams to sing, O Come, All Ye Faithful. O come, 